This episode is brought to you by Gamefly, the best way to rent or buy your favorite games. Head to Gamefly.com slash locked today for a free premium 30-day trial. What's happening, friends? Welcome to Unlock, the world's number one Xbox show for February 7th, 2018. It's episode number 332. Coming up on this week's show, Red Dead Redemption 2 has finally got a pretty concrete release date. We'll talk about that and its effect on other games uh, around that time. Also, PUBG, uh, if you're not tired of it yet, guess what? Your friends are going to be all be playing it soon, too. A new bundle on its way. Dying Light, uh, maybe some news coming there. We'll talk about that. Daisy as well. Unfortunate news coming out of Capcom Vancouver regarding the future of Dead Rising. We want to talk about that and so much more. I'm Ryan McCaffrey to my right, joining us on a full-time basis now. Hello. Uh, the great Brandon Tyrell. Thank you for having me. Love having you here. Uh, Brandon, of course, you've been doing Xbox coverage for many years. Many, before many your, years. Before yeah. your time at IGN, you and I initially bonded when you got here over our, our love, love for Live X- Arcade. XBLA. Live yeah. Arcade. It's uh, absolutely. R.I.P. Uh, <laughs> Marty, of course, you can still find him each and every week on Beyond, our PlayStation show. Uh, and then uh, we've got Miranda. Hi, there. me, Miranda. It's me. I was, in my head, I went, I was going to introduce Miranda, and then I just looked at you for some reason. I don't know why. We changed up the seating on you. It's unfair. Well, it's true. I bounced over there. Yeah, it's, it threw me off. That's, yeah, that's my fault. That's fine. I also changed my hair, you know. That's true. It ruins everything. <laughs> Everything's new and different, and I'm scared. Alana, hi. We know you already. Yeah. You're awesome. Good to have Thanks. you here. Thanks. Uh, you just played Faye, which I we're going to talk about in a second, which is a game I think people should oh. get on their radar. Mm. And Miranda, hello. Hello. We, uh, we said hello to you on a full-time <laughs> basis last week. Yeah. Have you back. It's been good. Uh, new hair and all. Did you, is this, is this, I'm going to take credit. This is for Unlocked. Yes, I, I got my with, hair you done. You went with PlayStation Play Blue. Yes, exactly. For, <laughs> so I was like, why didn't you get green to like celebrate <laughs> your new position? I was like... Balance. Y'all green would not look good. Everything in balance. Like a lime green? No. I mean, <laughs> I think, so bad. I think you could yeah. pull it off. It would clash with the set here. Yeah, anyway, like I don't, I I don't want to match the set. In. Yeah. 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 I then people bit. would be uh, like green screening was, your hair. I mean, yeah. nobody wants that. Before I had like a kind of teal color, and even then, like you'd want to green screen stuff, and it's just like, this is not, it's not going to work. <laughs> oh, that's crazy. Yeah. Huh. All right. So uh, right. let's get right to it. I want to start actually just with a quick shout out to Adam Gumbert who has taken up my challenge from early in the year. You know, every year we've, we've had a very, very kind and, uh, and handy listener build us, make us a trophy for the Unlock Block Trivia Challenge. Destin has a couple of them. Marty's yeah, got, one. got one. And now we head into 2018, uh, and Alana with, a, with a, an early lead on mm-hmm. her new field of competitors. I definitely know the answer. So, to oh, okay. So. Oh, no. We play the trivia game, the Xbox trivia game, each and every week, and uh, there is a trivia trophy awarded at the end of the year. We play all year long and keep score. So Adam Gumbert, thank you so much for taking up the challenge. He sent me pictures of uh, just the early versions of the trophy as it will be for this year. I'm not going to tell you. I'm not going to tell you exactly. Steel? What it is. is there a water feature? <laughs> <laughs> well, now there is, Adam. So that's uh, Brandon has uh, has th- has raised the bar. So. Exciting. It's going to be Adam. good. Yeah, good stuff, Adam. And uh, and so there's that. Alana, you yesterday, or two days ago, whenever it was, you went and played Faye. It was last week, Ryan. Whatever. <laughs> I, I edited the preview yesterday. It was a full week so. ago. Um, yeah. I have no sense of time anymore. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, it's pronounced Faye, but I just keep calling it Faye because it's spelled F-E. But Wait, it's what is it? Faye? Faye. What? Um, there's no way. Yeah, well. <laughs> or a U-H. <laughs> then... <laughs> They're Nordic, like it's you know different pronunciations and such, but mm. um, 
It's an EA Originals game. Hold on. I refuse to buy any EA games because they're loot box horrible people. That's, you know, ex- that's what the comments are. I actually found this out. Uh, EA doesn't profit from them at all. EA doesn't make any profit from EA Originals. It's just them helping uh, a dev team that they like with a game that they, usually the way that it's it's happened is that the game has already existed and then EA's found it and been like, well, we'll help you publish this. We'll fly you out to do marketing stuff. EA does not profit from it whatsoever well, and doesn't have a lot of say in what the game but is. But hold on. Look, before we get into Fade, I want to – who told you this? Because what, why else would EA do it if they have no monetary interest in it? Uh, the, one of the co-founders of Zone Games, the guy who – created Faye. No, no, but the EA Originals program, yeah. I mean. I mean, Goodwill, maybe? Good Faith? They, EA and that would they are making sense. 100% of the profit from the game. Well, that's great. Yeah. Yeah. Do you yeah. think they want to... Because it's like, why doesn't EA talk about this yeah, you, all the time? Yeah, you think they like, want to publicize that? They that's don't. A, that's a great marketing message. Right? And I imagine they recoup, like, expenses, right? No, well, I, they, they Oh, sure. And then and after so that, I asked, all proceeds go to... It's proceeds is what he said, 100% of the proceeds. Um, but I, I asked, like, then why do they do it? And he said uh, they their reasoning is when they pitch it is like, oh, we just want to work with more creatives. And it's like, I think it's it's could be in part, like, recruitment. But I imagine a lot of it's supposed to be good PR. But yeah. then it's like, why aren't you telling people that it's right? I mean, maybe it's kind of like don't do that. Like IGN unfiltered, nobody watches it, but oh, we do it oh, because it because because it's, because really it's good, good. <laughs> yeah. and it and it's you know we like it. I mean, you got to do one for you, right? One for yeah. you. One well, for exactly. Yeah, yeah totally. Because uh, yeah, un- so this is the second EA original that we'll be releasing. The first was Unravel. Oh, Gosh, was that two years ago? Yeah, two years. years. My goodness, and, which was so cute. an excellent game. Yeah, really other than good. that, not a good last level, let's yeah. be honest. Uh, mm-hmm. But the, but that didn't take away from the fact that that was a fantastic game. And we do have uh, Unravel 2 on the way. But yeah, so, Faye, what, mm-hmm. I, I, I suspect a lot, a, lot, a lot of people might not even remember it necessarily because it's been, I think it showed up at E3, but it's, you know, it's one of those games where I don't think it really made it to the, to the top of people's awareness pile. Yeah, it's also, I think, probably a hard game for them to show off in trailers. A lot of people thought that it was Ori-related uh, because the art style yeah. is yeah. pastely glowy color, so it kind of looks like Ori. But it is kind of a mix between like a Metroidvania, a little bit of Ori, um, Zelda, and Shadow of the Colossus. Go on. It's like a lot of great games <laughs> yeah. all in one. And it's, uh, it's, it's hard to explain because I only playing the first like 45 minutes or so. I don't know what the end game looks like. And I'm very curious about whether it's good or not. Like, mm-hmm. it's very hard to say at the early stage. It's supposed to be about six hours long. But you start off, you're this little fox-like creature named Faye who gets dropped into this forest that's... You, it's scary. I love we're just straight retconning the name. Like, sorry, it's not Faye anymore. <laughs> it's just Faye. We're just going with that. I've always heard it as. Yeah. Uh, bad. Uh, it's, it's really pretty. It's also kind of scary. And, and you can't Ooh. do a lot of things. And you have to communicate with other animals in the forest in order to be able to do them. By, like, sound, right? Right. You, yeah. you sing to them is what the mechanic is. And that Aww. is on an Xbox controller. Just, like, walk up to them. Really slowly, because a lot of them will run away from you. So you have to like approach them slowly, and then start singing. Is hold down the controller, and then when they they'll like engage hold with you. Hold on the trigger. The yes, trigger. Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> and there'll be uh, a little line that like looks like puzzles in tons of other games, where it's just like a I don't know how to describe that, like a shaky line, like a sine wave thing. Yeah, and yeah. then you hold it down at the right kind of spot, and it straightens out, and then you, okay. you like, make a connection, and it, it activates them. So then <laughs> they're your companion now. And the first one you get is a deer, which once you've made the bond with it, you can ride it, but you can also use it to – it can sing to a certain kind of plant in the forest that you Wait, can't. So the fox rides the deer? 
Yeah, the fox rides. That's real cute. Yeah. <laughs> that sounds like the opening to a children's story, doesn't yeah. it? Oh, well, man. that's what it kind of feels like. Yeah. It feels like a like a beautiful children's book, but it's also scary because you don't have like you, there's no combat. You have to hide from these enemies that as soon as they see you will lock you in a sort of cage. Mm. Mm. And uh it's it's all really beautiful. The Shadow of the Colossus thing is because one of the I don't even know how to talk about this game because there's so much to it. I, I said this to you when I was writing. You wrote a preview. preview. <laughs> but it's hard because even then I was like, which part do I talk about in which order? Because yeah. it's so big. Yeah. Um, so you, you make friends with all of these animals who give you different abilities and like let you traverse the open world. And you have to have a certain one of them to be able to get somewhere. And the map is supposed to like really double back on itself as you come around. Uh, I think there was like seven, maybe more different biomes. So oh, cool. there's like a swampy kind of area that has like lizards as the main creature there. Right. And I guess the first one would be the deer. Um, and there's this giant, giant tree that's kind of like the Deku tree that you collect these shards when you're like walking around all the different levels and you unlock abilities. So you can get the, the ability to glide or the ability to climb trees, which will let you get to other areas or to escape enemies and stuff like that. Um, and the story is, I don't know entirely at this point, <laughs> but it seems to be that there are these these enemy creatures called the silent ones that are infiltrating the areas and trying to lock the animals up like a zoo. So the part that feels like Shadow of the Colossus is there's this huge deer who's chained up and you have to like climb on top of the deer and like cut, all, cut off all of its shackles basically to free it. Yeah. Uh, which is really pretty. And I it, the same thing happens with a lot of them. There's also these little helmets you can find in the open world that you put on and it feels like a VR helmet kind of, but you can walk around in it and it tells you little glimpses of the story. Mm. Um, but there's no dialogue at all. And there's only a couple of cutscenes. Most of it's all interactive storytelling. So okay. it's just, yeah, it's hard to explain, but it's very, very, very beautiful. And I, I love the start of it. Um, I guess I'm worried that late game... There won't be enough progression, maybe. Yeah. Uh, and all the, the systems won't change as much as they have promised. Like, I just, I don't have any reason to worry about that. It's just that I don't know, ultimately. So A compelling crockpot of classic gameplay, says IGN.com. Uh, you definitely wouldn't say that about Faye. Uh, <laughs> it's, it's a it's meditative like, experience. It's, it's, it's pleasant. Sounds like, it sounds like this metaphor for something. And I can't wait till, like, GDC 2019, where right. we, like, hear them give the talk about what it relates to and yeah. what it means. Yeah, probably. It is a really beautiful, peaceful game that uh, I felt the same way that I felt playing probably Journey is that you feel kind of sleepy. Mm. You're like, I really enjoy this and it's very pretty, but also I would like to take a nap. So kind of meditative. Yeah. yeah. Also I love hearing that. Too. All right, so Faye, and that is out this month at some point. I think the 16th. Late? Coming, that, that's it? Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah. yeah, so that's coming up pretty quick. Uh, so keep your eye out for Faye uh, on Xbox. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, for this one, I thought it was next month, I guess we but I guess it is February. Yeah. <laughs> well, it's probably best that it's this month, because there's also a bunch of stuff next month. Yes. Yeah. Next month's going to be Start very, very busy. already crazy. There we go. Uh, not coming out next month, but it's going to have a big, big effect on everything else. That is Red Dead Redemption 2 getting what would probably seem to be a final release date, October 26th, 2018. No. Uh, Technically got a delay. Yes, yeah, because it went from spring to October, mm-hmm. which is not spring. maybe I don't know. Maybe that's spring in Australia. Uh, yeah, oh. <laughs> see, yeah, it's not delayed at all. Ah, they were just talking about Australia. <laughs> that was the whole. There's a secret the whole time. Ah, so, yeah. uh, Brandon, if you are another publisher, waking up in a cold sweat, you head for Z Hills. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Yep. Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, not only is this game going to basically own the end of October. But it's going to own the entire holiday season. I mean, yep. GTA is one of those games where you buy, and then there there are people still playing GTA Five like right. every yes. single day. It's and one of those games where you you pick it up and you play it for months. Right. But you know, Red Dead is not GTA. Sure, it, it never was, and it's 
I, I'm pretty confident saying it never will be because nothing will ever be GTA. But the fact of the matter is this is – the Red Dead's stature has only grown yeah. in years. Uh, you know, Red Dead Redemption was – kind of came out of nowhere because Red Dead Revolver was a game right. that no one really – I mean it didn't – Yeah, it didn't really kind of break through the cultural zeitgeist. But then Redemption came around and – it was a brilliant game, and it has its its legend has grown, and now uh, it's, it's also just that it's a rockstar game. Like yeah. Yeah, I, I think and that's, that's such an impressive going. juggernaut. You know that they can publish a game in October, and everyone else is going to be like, "Oh no!" <laughs> like I think it could be anything at this point. You'd be like, "Bully too!" And like the fact that that I love that Rockstar made Bully work, and that that like if you pitch that to me and you're like, it's a, it's a high school game, you go to class and you get in trouble if you're out late. I'd be like, Pff, and then I played it and I was like, this is amazing. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's like, they just, uh, uh, well, the one delay that we have is Anthem that was supposed to come out this year was pushed to yeah. 2019. Don't Surprisingly. That. And they yeah. said, that I, yeah, that we're not sure that even happened, but they did say uh, they wanted it to come out in a time of year with less competition. That's not the exact quote, but it, that's basically what they said. And it's like, was that a reaction to Red Dead? Did they know that happened Maybe. the day before? You never know. Yeah. But uh, but yeah, the, the thing is, this is the first proper full Rockstar release in in five years. Yeah, yeah it's Since GTA 5, five in was five years ago. September of 2013. Yep. So five full years. I mean, because then, you know, the, yeah, they've, they've fair, done they online. The, and the then, first person PC. Right. The the re-release on, well, not a re, but, you know, the, the new gen version the port, on yeah. PS4 and Xbox One and then the PC version. But first new game from Rockstar yeah. in five years. And so, what a testament to that company that they only have to release a game every five, six Well, years. when you sell 50 million copies. It's you not can, even yeah. the 50 million copies. It's the 500 <laughs> million dollars worth of shot cards like they're just that's fine like yeah. they're all good they're gonna be still. okay yeah so uh, we're all still waiting for table tennis too <laughs> i know right so and well and, and you're talking about a lot of the it could be anything it could be bully but it is it's not just anything red dead is i think pretty solidly their second biggest ip yeah. it's yeah. it's number one and then everything else but Red Dead yeah. is, is very much at the top sure. of the I mean, they're pile. the only two IPs they have that I consider active. Yeah. Max Which Payne is, seems seems dormant. Right? Uh, Midnight Club seems dormant. Bully. Rockstar Bully. Table Tennis seems well, I mean, dormant. Come on. It's not a franchise. <laughs> <laughs> it was a, uh, yes, it was a proof is, of concept. Yeah, Bully I'm, seems dormant as well. So It's um, kind of nice that we have something for fall, like definitively have a date. Yeah. But I'm really bummed that it's in fall. Because yeah. the nice thing about Zelda coming out so early last year was that I got to play it the entire year and like yeah. just play it over summer, which is like, you know, kind of a dry season to catch up on other games from like the previous year or just whenever. Um, and having this move to October is okay, but that means everything else that's coming out this season is just going to be pushed out of the way for Red Dead, yeah. which is good for them, but bad for. I guess people like me that like to play as much as possible. And then also, we just think about things so differently and they're like, yeah. Oh, well I definitely need to play this game because we're going to be talking about it for months. So yeah. I need, and I wanted to anyway, obviously, but you think about like, okay, how am I going to fit everything else in that comes right. out around that period of time? Like, as just well? knowing how much time I've spent in GTA five, like, and then looking at Red Dead, it's like, well, yeah, I've gotten this. All right. <laughs> we'll make time Buckle for the game yeah. 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 I'm not surprised it was delayed again though, because we've yeah. ultimately seen very little of it. We got the, yeah. the trailer, we've got the screenshots, but we, you know, it, it would be super weird if it had a uh, launch before June. I think I would have been surprised. Yeah. I don't know. I think a lot of us were maybe hoping uh, optimistic <laughs> right. for May, but, uh, that, that did not happen. But yeah, I mean, that's the thing you want it to be polished. You want it to be as, as 
good as it can possibly be. So you want I mean, that PUBG mode that's been rumored <laughs> to, oh, to make sure it works. You know, get uh, that yeah. battle royale. Wow. That, but seriously, that'd be so good in Red Dead Online, a battle royale mode yeah. in the Wild West. Oh, no, the thing, like, I was going to do this story later. Oh, the, forget. Yeah, I don't oh. even know if we'll get to it, depending on if we time. There, the short version is there's another there's a battle royale game that was announced yeah. this week, and just buckle just up. One? Everybody is going to be doing this now, the same way that after uh, Bungie did Firefight in ODST, right at about the same time. That ge- that Epic did uh, yeah, horde mode on. in Gears of War two. Mm-hmm. Every game had a horde mode after yeah. that, and so now we're gonna we're already starting to see it. Battle Royale is the new thing. You're gonna see it in every single big yep. game now. I'll bet you Call of Duty is gonna have a battle royale mode <laughs> within a year or two. Uh, I'll bet Battlefield has a has one. I'll yeah. bet Battlefront three Battle, has Battle, it. Battle, then the idea. Yeah. Don't I'm, give it the I, <laughs> it's already done. Breaking Battlefield like delayed the, for hot new game mode. It's the weird thing, right? Because like for a long time, people were trying to break into MOBAs. Like, oh, League is so popular. Dota is so popular. Let's do MOBAs. And then Overwatch came, and all these hero shooters came. I'm like, okay, everyone's gonna have a hero shooter. Mm-hmm. And then now it's like, oh, Battle Royale. Well, the four v one thing was the same thing with Evolve yep. and Fable Legends. Yeah. That, that fizzled one fast. Failed. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And the, there was the Bioware game uh, Shadow. Realms, I think it might have been called. I believe you have that correct. Yeah, that's a weird yeah. thing for me to remember. Uh, <laughs> that, that game didn't even see the light of day, and it's like this Fable one works, Legends so, got canceled, right? Yep. And everyone's just like, okay, let's do this. It's actually I really want to see like are offline for Evolve now. I think. Oh uh, yeah, Total, Total, Total Rock closed them down. I yes, think. Yeah. it's crazy. They were like, thank you. It's been a great ride, but we got a good. I'd love to see the trends of these, like what trends happened when, how many games come out, how many were actually successful, and how many are actually still running now. I think the mobile market would be really interesting to watch that on, like how different trends are in mobile gaming to what they are in the games we know better. It's like uh, they're incredibly different too. Like the mobile market is has almost no correlation with the the console market. Wild West. So we did a uh, we put together a half tongue in cheek, but also not also pretty serious feature of. What? How terrified the other publishers should uh, be on like a on on random scales. Uh, yeah, that's right. Uh, and and I, I mean, you look at the the two big games that always come out at around the end of October are uh, Call of Duty, Call of Duty, a battle, a, a dice game, be it Battlefront or Battlefield. And this year mm-hmm. is a Battlefield year. Uh, and then you have uh, Call of Duty is first week in November. Yep. They they I think are one of the few games that can withstand this because Call of Duty, Rockstar Games, uh Madden, are the FIFA are the are the kinds of games where the, the people that only buy three or four games a year, sure, we'll buy they're, they're going to buy it. Yeah. They're they're not going to be affected. There are definitely it. people who only buy FIFA, Call of Duty and Grand Theft Auto and I wonder yes. if Red Dead would fit in there. Probably not. I Think that it's going to be well. Let's just do. It. Let's just do it this way. So fit over fifty million sales for mm-hmm. Grand Theft Auto uh, Lifetime, <laughs> Grand Theft Auto Five. First year. What do you guys? So first count. Let's say through twenty nineteen. So I'll give you a year and uh, two months. Mm-hmm. Give you fourteen months. How many copies does Red Dead Redemption, Redemption? sell? Bear in mind that there is no PC version announced. Mm-hmm. Uh, the it's PC version of five did didn't come for like fourteen months though. Mm-hmm. So I guess it's pretty much an apples to apples comparison. So how many? How what's the time frame? I'm guessing in a year uh, because Justin, fourteen months. Didn't GTA also have the uh, three hundred and sixty and then the Xbox One launch in the same? <clears throat> yeah, that year? was a year yeah. later. It was. That was it was uh, actually no, that was fourteen months later because it was. September 2013 for the initial 360 PS3 release, and then it was November for the PS4 Xbox One release, and the following 
April for the PC release. Gotcha. So pretty apples to apples here. Um, what do you guys think? Ten million. Ten. Yeah. I'd say eight. Eight. Nine. All right. Well, <laughs> yeah, you, I, I knew you were going to price this. So I, I'm going to. I'm going to. Yeah, I'm going to price one. <laughs> I'm going to price this right. This I, I will. I'll just take eleven and beat all of you all right. very easily. Uh, I, I think in the first year we. So we saw we How just GTA sell. Well, it's fifty million, but over over that's been over like four. Five, yeah, I wonder. Five I wonder what now. it was in the first year. And granted, uh, it's a bigger well, property. In the first day, they had outsold like every other game. They did a billion dollars yeah. in a day. Yeah, and then the first However three many. days, it was some insane amount. Like yeah. they they broke a bunch of records. But the thing is, yeah, I mean, Red Dead's not as big as GTA. Red Dead's not going to break those records. But I do think that Red Dead, you know, is gonna. It's. I think it will eventually get to. I think it'll hit twenty five. Mm. It. Eventually, I don't know how long that'll take, but if GTA is at fifty, Red Dead is, it's it's on that trajectory where you know that is a, its star is rising. Yeah. So mm-hmm. I think it'll hit twenty five at some point. But uh, yeah, mean, it's yeah. a fairly young franchise too. Like it's, this is the second game in the series, right? Okay. And it's it's weird. Well, I mean, from second Re- Rockstar from game. Revolver, yeah, right, right. yeah, from Redemption to Redemption Two, and it's it's weird. Like you're right, it does sort of have this like weird myth legendary status to it now for only having one game. That's incredible. Yeah, yeah. I think Bethesda, if if they're planning anything for the fall, they should get the hell out of fall. Yeah, which what, I think. But they, what if it's Morrowind, Skyrim yeah. Two? I I can't imagine. But like like what if, if, if it's what if it's Howard Elder Scrolls? <laughs> then they're like. I think that could that could do all right. No, that that would be fine. I think so too. Yeah, that's on one of, that's that's on the short list. Is it just in my head the next yeah. Elder Scrolls game is Morrowind? <laughs> so I don't. I've just decided it's going you gotta to be go Morrowind. Back. Yeah. yeah, I like that. That Steve Jobs uh, reality distortion field where you just you just will that into existence. Yeah, it's Morrowind. <laughs> yeah, I'm not going to refer to it as the next Elder Scrolls. Well, Skyrim Two is easier to say because some people don't know what Elder Scrolls is. I mean, legitimately, that is it, it's not out of the realm of possibility because. Uh, Skyrim, or pardon me, Fallout 4 was 2015. Mm-hmm. So this is now three years and we're on the same. I would think it's probably generation. next year, but. It, it was three years between most of the Todd Howard team yeah. games until they had to cross the generation. Then I think it was, yeah, it was four years. It was 2011 for Skyrim, Skyrim and then moving to the new generation four years till, yeah. to Fallout 4. So it could be three. It's not, not impossible for that. Yeah, and yeah, they're kind of more known to release sooner than yeah. later if they announce it. So. Announced yeah. six months later. But, but we have been talking about like anything that's not Fallout or Elder Scrolls has Bethesda keeps doing Q4 and it seemingly keeps going they badly. Wouldn't like Dishonored, Dishonored yeah, for, Wolfenstein, Game of the Year, yeah. like Evil Within. If, if any of those games had been in February. Like they would have been so much better off. Like so many people missed out on Wolfenstein because they're competing with Call of Duty, and it's like, yeah. it just don't do that. These games are so good. Yeah. Why do they so keep doing it? I feel like well, I mean to be fair, like spring of last year was a rough time to release. But it's not well. Call of Duty rough, you know. Like I mean, it's Zelda. <laughs> Zelda. Rough, that so. is true. <laughs> like, yeah, well, but and then also and- with getting a new system too. Like even yeah. though it was on Wii U, but let's that's come true. on. No one cared. Come on. Let's be real. I admire your candor. <laughs> yeah. By the way, it turns out Nintendo never released the Wii U version. And no one noticed. Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> See, you, 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 you guys is believe that, me. Is that Wait true? A no, you guys lying. totally like, believe me. No, that's I totally how, played it on Wii U. I would say we've seen it. <laughs> low impact the Wii U was. Yeah. You all just believe me. When yeah, I, said I did. That. Okay. I remember seeing copies of it and I was just like, wow, Wii U copy of Zelda. Yeah. Mm. Remember that game? Was the, 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 when it was called Zelda Wii U? Remember that? 
Yeah. Like people were like, there's going to be a Zelda on the Wii U. I'm waiting for that to that come out was so me. I buy it. I was waiting to buy Zelda and to get a Wii U. I was like, oh, there's games I want, but not as much as Zelda. I'll wait till Zelda's out. Yeah. Okay, so, um, and uh, then it turns uh, out the Switch uh, is the best. First party uh, yep. Nintendo game yeah. would also be a thing that could probably compete. Yes. Uh, I think, Smash. quite frankly, I think Microsoft should probably get the hell out of Red Dead's way. Even if it is... Major first party stuff. Crackdown on... Uh, even or, if it or is maybe Halo even, 6. Even Halo 6. Yeah. yeah. If they announce Halo 6 at E3 2018, is that the year it is? Yes, yes. it is. Uh, and then release it in the fall. Like, I still would worry about that. I think I would Halo, worry about Halo might be okay, but it's smarter to push it if you can, you know? Uh, yeah, I, I agree. It, yeah, I agree. It's not near like, the end of October. <laughs> coming, right. after, coming after 5, I don't think, like, there's a lot of good faith. In the series, True. it's been so long until you've not had on that, the single like, player side. There yeah. is on the multiplayer, right? Yeah, the multiplayer absolutely. Is incredible. Absolutely. There's still yeah. so much Halo loyalty that, like, I think a lot of people will buy it. Anyway. That's well, the only thing I think we yeah. carry it through. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, we we've, this, we've, we've talked about this before, but you know, I I still remain of the belief that Halo 5, Six will come out this year because we're on the three year cycle. Mm-hmm. A lot of people seem convinced. I think it'll be next year. That yeah, there are a couple. Uh, there's the, there was that three four three blog post that was vague, where you know people think it's not going to be this year and. Um, and the fact that they didn't tease it this year, they always tease it like the E3 before. So we'll see. But, I mean, why not? Microsoft's always done Halo in Q4, mm-hmm. September, mm-hmm. October, or November. Why not put Halo 6 out in March and, or February and see what happens? August, even? You can, you so can weird. still make a yeah. big deal out of it. And it's, yeah, I mean, <clears throat> we'll see what happens with that. But, uh, yeah, so definitely some publishers probably need to get the heck out of Red Dead's way. And a few few major pillar IPs probably can hang tough. Yeah, it's first, interesting. The first few weeks of November are just like gone. Like don't don't put anything out there. Yeah, I just I just love this. Like I love the fact that Rockstar is such a big company that you know they they don't need to reveal a game with any of the games media because the New York Times will do it for them. Yeah. It's like they're the only one that's like that. Just man. Such an impressive company, and I feel like the name Rockstar is very fitting of how much and, Rockstar. You know, just <laughs> sort of tangential thing to this conversation that just occurred to me. You know, Rockstar games are taking so much longer now. I mean, five GTA Five took a long time. Uh, Red Dead Redemption Two is taking a long time, and because you've seen, like, if you look at the credits of GTA and before that, even Max Payne Three, they're moving to a thing kind kind of like Ubisoft, but even to a much more of an extreme where the entire company all of rockstar works on one game at a time like they don't they seemingly don't have four games in development at a time like it's it's like all everyone that whole company is pushing on red dead right now just as they did for uh, gta before that so i wonder it'd be interesting for take two yeah, you know I mean, they have 2K who puts out games annually, right. and then they have these two very different companies that they publish for. But they complement each other, right? Because yeah, you have, really, really you have WWE and NBA 2K that make that sell it's a, a st- good five yeah. plus million clockwork yeah. every year. <laughs> Count on it. Put that money in the bank. But then you have you get that event moment with Rockstar mm. every f- five years, yeah. I guess at this point. But it is it's literally a cultural event. And that is your company that, that gets to do that. So cool. So the, the thing I was driving at is I wonder if because Rockstar, they're all aligning, like they're all getting behind one game at a time. You've you got to figure that after Red Dead 2, GTA 6 is next. It has to be. And it's going to take like a lot Max of time painful, to get there. But I don't think that's going to happen. Right. But, th- but that, And that's my point is I wonder if we're going now, if Rockstar is going to become 
a two IP studio. If they're just going to go back and forth yeah. every five years, here's a GTA. Five years later, here's a Red Dead. Five years later, here's GTA. Each of them with living mm-hmm. online components. Right, I mean, it makes that's I mean, their expertise. Yeah, it's that's, it's sort of like it makes the, a ton of sense, right? Yeah, it's the Beth, yeah. kind of the Bethesda structure. I know that they on have, a much bigger scale. They have right. multiple games that you know sort of subsidize the year for them, but uh, yeah, Skyrim or uh, sorry, Elder Scrolls yeah. and Fallout. Yep. And with Rockstar, it's definitely Red Dead and GTA. Yeah, and like if you can sustain yourself for five years between titles. Perfect. Man, with I, shark cards, I, you can do that. Yeah. <laughs> I hope not, though, because they're such a talented studio and they have the potential to make such awesome stuff. I agree with I, that. I, yeah, I would say I like, totally agree. Like, I don't like seeing studios get pinned with just those few IPs, even though they do such great jobs with them and they're incredible games. It's like, I just want to see what you can, what else you can do. Yeah. I, I think they're like, incredible, incredible games. Yeah, I think they're well. incredible games because you can do that, though. Because like they take the five years to polish and iterate and repolish and repolish. That's right. So they could make almost any game incredible, like with that five year thing. But you're totally right that if everyone's working on the one thing, like it's so much harder to pitch to take two to be like, hey, uh, we're gonna make a game you've never heard of, new IP. It's gonna take us five yeah. years, and they're gonna be like, so what? <laughs> yeah. No, make GTA. Obviously. Yeah. Yeah. Now, of course, and don't get me wrong. <laughs> That's interesting. I'm not suggesting. <laughs> I'm not suggesting that. That GTA 6 isn't already in pre-production oh, at Rockstar. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. It, of, it definitely absolutely is. But yeah. the company at large, like all those support studios are all pushing towards yeah. finishing up and polishing up. I Red feel Dead like right I would now. be cool with GTA something, GTA something, GTA something. So it's not, they don't it's, have to just Red, just Red Dead. I like that. That's, I mean, that yeah, would, that's a good option. I feel like I would sure. prefer that. Like I, I love Red Dead, but like. I get not, them not wanting to budge on GTA, and I yeah. I, I, but it, and who's going to complain about one landmark Grand Theft Auto game every five years? Right. No, no there's no oversaturation. Someone will yeah. at that point. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but I agree. Like Red Dead, you know, is the off one, and then we get another GTA, and then maybe Bully Max Two, Payne or 4. Max Payne Four, or <laughs> Table Tennis Two, or, <laughs> or a I, new IP, or a new IP. Yeah. They, they could probably make a killer pirate game. I would love for like big studios to do sort of. Oh, don't even. I, it just hit my brain as I was talking. You can kind of <laughs> say awesome. anything though. Like they could make a sweet space game, and yeah. every time you're just like, oh, like you know yeah. what? No. Oh yeah. No, actually, no, you know what? My brain rejects that. You don't like a, I a don't, Rockstar space like, game? There's too Sci-fi? many effing space games. I don't want Rockstar to make one. Okay, well then we they'll make the fantasy game for you. <laughs> I mean, yeah, it well, may as well just be Saints for a fall. Really, <laughs> can be the, yeah. It's like budget Rockstar <laughs> space game. I would love to see awesome marquee AAA developers like Rockstar do sort of what Ubisoft did with like reflections where you have a cool little house that just puts out sweet little games every once in a while like uh, grow up and grow home and talk about ubiots a lot and how ubiots made um child of light and yeah. uh, valiant, valiant hearts, valiant hearts. Yeah. And both of those were awesome and i wish yeah. they would bring ubiots back and i guess that's what ea originals is yeah Exactly. I, I don't see Rockstar I w- doing that. I would love to see the Rockstar originals or, you know, the Rockstar yeah. arts. Yeah, it'd be kind of cool I to see them champion, like, individuals on their teams just yeah. saying, hey, do this other thing on the side that you'd really want to do. I we'll kind of feel it. like I want big open world games from them, though. Like, I, For sure, and you what have that. About both, yeah. Rockstar's entire, like, their, their ethos is they make cultural landmark landmark events, events yeah. that that have something to say yeah like Their games always have something it's to crazy because they do it without even marketing them <laughs> until like it's launched when you see the posters on buses everywhere they're like not talking about it hey we uh, <laughs> changed our logo to a red r and everyone's like oh my god <laughs> what could it mean and they just posted an image that's just the same thing and yeah. everyone's crying like yeah. just, they're, <laughs> they're like hey what if we just like just open it up in paint and we change the yellow to red 
<laughs> all right. Yeah. yeah. And everyone's just like I, freaking out. And they're I like, feel like well, they could tweet just like the, this emoji and everyone's like, oh, it's coming. What does it mean? You tweet a pale I mean, emoji. That, everyone's like, Max, Max. That's yeah. the thing. Like while I agree in principle that it would be cool to see Rockstar sort of incubate a little like indie portfolio. I don't ever see that happening. They're, I, I totally they're, agree. They have – their brand has a power mm. that – you ca- you can't buy it like Dude, any, Microsoft, their games Sony, affect the economy. Right. <laughs> uh, Ubisoft, EA, all of them would would kill for yeah. the kind of brand equity and power that Rockstar has. And you, the only way to maintain that is to make sure that each game is a monolithic cultural that's fair event that that has. Uh, something significant to say and and does so say, in I a feel big like way rockstar makes me proud like to be in this industry in a way that's like this is you all know what this yeah. is like yeah. everyone in the world knows what gta is and like that's the thing that it's like oh you review games grand theft auto huh and i'll be like yes yeah. but then thinking <laughs> oh, about it people ground. are like oh you kill hookers and i'm like no damn <laughs> yeah. it and it's like well that's just one thing <laughs> I had an argument. I was on Huffington Post Live, and I was arguing with oh, no. three women <laughs> who had never played Grand Theft Auto about why Grand Theft Auto should be banned. And that's like a mainstream. I don't even know what political alignment the show would be, but it was just well, Huffington Post tends to lean pretty left. Yeah, yeah. but it was just, it was definitely three feminist women who were just so aggressively against GTA existing, and I was the only one who had played it and liked it, and, right. and was just completely like. I, I disagree with everything that you are saying on this game. You should definitely play it. And they're like, there's no female character. Like, well, it's a game about masculinity. I think that's what the story... It was just the hardest thing I've ever had to do to be like, let me defend this game and here's how much money it's made. They're like, yeah, because you can kill hookers. I'm like, God, it's so much more than that. You don't have to do Come that. Deviate from your programming for oh, two seconds. It's really hard. <laughs> but also <laughs> still cool that that's a thing that is spoken about on Huffington Post yeah. Live. Like, mm-hmm. that's that's crazy. It's so impressive that, that we have that one thing that just has destroyed every other entertainment industry. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the, I mean... The only other way to achieve that kind of uh, cultural impact is to make a role-playing game where you can have sex with aliens, and you can get on Fox News they all day. They get on Fox. Oh, the Mass Effect. Th- Mass Effect was really that was a big like. Oh, thing I for remember a while. that. The whole like yeah, uh, doing it with aliens. Wow. Yes, yeah, that's the, whole the leading. Thing. What are they worried about? I couldn't. I mean, forget. This is not the forum for that. <laughs> yeah, but, yeah, I didn't yeah. meet Garrus. We'll take it to the, the point. Is it's like then you'd be in love. Rockstar is a big deal. Congratulations, you found someone. Do you know Tally? <laughs> or something? No, but, you know, dance? <laughs> but what is it's yeah? It's, what I I hope Red Dead is able to carry that Rockstar torch because they Rockstar I I so appreciate that they <clears throat> do everything that they can in order to support to sort of champion games as art. Right. It's like like this is like this is their whole it's like their whole goal is to prove every naysayer wrong that video games aren't as culturally <laughs> every, every internet think piece that's, yeah that's the thing and it's like i hate that people grab the small thing about yeah hookers, oh, but yeah. it's like you know i think gta is a very good story uh i think max Payne is like about someone who's fragile and depressed and Super. an alcoholic and a drug addict but it's still this beautiful story that's that's so well acted that they yeah i just I mean, it's voiced a by is it, james mccaffrey just, just like to point that out yeah. uh, max Payne's voice oh, your actor. son it, yeah, my dad. <laughs> yeah, he might be older than you. God, if your son <laughs> looks son like Max Jimmy. Payne, we need to talk about your parenting <laughs> style. <laughs> I've gone horribly wrong. Uh, oh my goodness. Yeah, so it is sad that people latch on like the one thing that yeah. is the big negative. Yeah, what's really what's going to be the what's going to be the but. the hooker moment in Red Dead Two? Probably the hooker moment. <laughs> 
to be honest. And maybe like there's a woman oh. who gets tied to train tracks or something. So that, that happened already. And I remember reading a think piece about like it's promoting violence against women. It's like, well, yeah, I, I don't agree. I, I, don't, I don't think that's the, the right take to take away from that. But especially every year or every Red Dead happens. had really strong female characters. And I don't mm. doubt Red Dead 2 will as well. Like incredibly strong. Sure. Even GTA did. Yes, she got killed by a plane. <laughs> But she was badass. Yeah, I, yeah. I actually, <laughs> I think, I really think, I think the house, it is my opinion that the Hauser brothers are, they're almost, I think they're like the video game version, the, the video game industry's version of Matt Stone and Trey Parker in that <laughs> yeah. very smart, creative leads who are deftly skilled at satiring all sides. Yeah. You know, if you ask me, like, if, if you ask me to look at, at, at any Rockstar game or all of them together and say, is, like, are, the, are the Hauser brothers conservative or liberal? I'd be like, I have no idea. I think they burn everything equally. Yeah. 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 So, and that's, and I, I think that's a, it's such a difficult thing to do. And that's Matt what, and Trey have done it so well for right. the last 20 plus years. And I think the Hausers are amazing. At and that's that just too. one of the things that make it so enjoyable too. It's like makes fun of everything. Like nothing is off limits and yeah. it's just done really well. I think most, for the most part, tastefully. I yeah, mean, I like so. the way they handle a lot of issues are yeah. well done. I, I like, I love GTA five so much that I don't know if I can even look at it objectively and be like, this is wrong with it. But I feel like there's nothing in it that like, I think is out of bounds like i don't i don't know though <laughs> like yeah i could just completely ignore it because i like it so much let's go well, that's the thing is like we should do a, a, like, a one-off episode when red like a couple when red yeah, we, we could do two episodes a week for a bit like just so yeah. we can talk uh, about that Sarah, or, like, what about I, like, I mean that's like a there's a lot of content to make for five years between yeah or riffing off of our of our idea where we want to do this show in sea of thieves well in october Let's do this show inside of Red Dead Online. I love it. Let's go rob some banks. Yeah, let's, I love it. Let's do it. Do you think that we would like Sea of Thieves? I think we could do fairly easily. Like, how mm-hmm. how brutal do you think it would be doing Red Dead Two whilst also having this list of notes that you have, Ryan, and delivering? Them? Yeah, I mean, <laughs> oh, we, 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 well, got, we got to point one today. I think so. it'd be fun to try. <laughs> Another one. <laughs> let's up. put it that way. Yeah. All right, we can give it I think it'd be. Yeah, it's. Uh, you're right. Sea of Thieves is a bit mellower than I think. It's even though we haven't played Red Dead, I think it's fair to say Sea of Thieves is a bit more of a we mellow. Just, like herd cattle or something. Yeah. <laughs> Why not? Just ride out on the range. Yeah, do something chill. Yeah. Yeah. Walk in a wagon together. All right. Now uh, we'll just wait for GameSpot to steal that idea. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Our enemies at GameSpot, Mr. Kelly. This episode is brought to you by Gamefly, the best way to rent or buy your favorite games. It's gotten increasingly difficult to try games before you buy them, but Gamefly lets you take your pick from a library of over 9,000 titles, including the biggest new releases like Assassin's Creed Origins, Call of Duty World War II, NBA 2K18, Madden 18, and many, many more. Gamefly will ship these games to you, and you can keep them as long as you want. There are no late fees or due dates, and shipping is always free. This breaks down to as little as 54 cents a day, which is a lot cheaper than dropping 60 bucks on a a brand new game that you can't even stand playing. Plus, you don't even have to leave the house. Oh, and they even rent movies. Normally, a Gamefly trial only lets you check out one game at a time, but if you head to Gamefly.com locked, you can sign up for a free premium 30-day trial that lets you check out two games or movies at a time. Try it today at Gamefly.com locked. Uh, <laughs> PUBG, if you have not yet jumped in on that one, and you maybe don't even have an Xbox, in which case I'm not sure why you're watching this or listening oh, to this. But no, I actually I know those people do exist. There are plenty of people yeah, that people say, "Hey, it. love you guys." Entertainment, yeah, uh, yeah. If you're if you're tempted by PUBG, you want to play it on the console. 
you can get it for free now as part of a console bundle, an Xbox One S, a one terabyte bundle, which I just can we let's just discontinue the 500 gigs. Yeah, for real. Just one terabyte is the minimum required amount these days with all the dig- everything being so digital. But so like during during the One X review, like that hard drive filled up fast. I believe it. Yeah. Yeah, because you were, I mean, on purpose, you're packing it with stuff. Yeah, also, but I mean, uh, Forza was like 100 gigs. Yeah. So Master Chief Collection's more than that. Is it really? I think it's, oh, it's man, I just re-downloaded it on my X the other night because I had it on Xbox One and I re-downloaded it on X and it, man. And then yeah. I, I was like, hey, why Find don't you. we play Halo 1? It was like, oh, no. <laughs> oh, that's, <laughs> oh, that's why. Give me two days. But uh, yeah, so $300 will get you an Xbox One S with a one terabyte hard drive. You'll also get a month of Xbox Game Pass and a copy of Player Unknown's Battlegrounds, as well as a 14-day Xbox Live Gold trial. So everything you need to play PUBG for two weeks, uh, and then it's up to you to continue your gold subscription if you want. Um, I mean, again, I it clearly hasn't hurt Microsoft at all, but it's just. I think it's just my old school, old fashioned brain that breaks a little bit at the idea of a game being bundled with a with bait with a beta. With just oh, like, well. it's this so game's strange, not done, but it, but then we're bundling an unfinished I mean, game. Yeah, but it's like, PUBG. Like, yeah, so. we're talking about cultural zeitgeist, right? Yeah. And like outside of Rockstar, is there a game that had more of an impact last no, year? You know, certainly not. Well, it's also. Even in uh, GameStops, they're selling the codes in a case just because people want the disc they, for it. They want, yeah. It doesn't exist yet. Yeah. It's like, yeah. I, so I, I get that it's weird, but I also totally understand why they're doing it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, now, what I found interesting about this, this is out February 20th, if you happen to be interested in it. February 20th, let's see, <laughs> one month Game Pass trial. All first party, first party games are now going into Game Pass on day one. Sea of Thieves mm-hmm. is out on oh. March 20th. <laughs> hmm. You dastardly marketers. It's as marketers. if they want you to get hooked and then have Sea of – right as your subscription, your trial subscription is running out. I would have done it. Here's Sea of Thieves. Man, yeah. Give us more money. That one, smart. They're smart cookies they're over there. They're super smart, but one day for Sea of Thieves. Yeah, it seems like one day's not enough. Well, but I, I don't. I mean, we've only played the beta. Like for me, one day was enough with the beta. But yeah, um, yeah, I got to imagine it's a huge, huge like that whole map. If it's loaded with content, I feel like one day might just be enough time to like give you that taste, and then you got to exactly. Pay. That's the yeah. yeah, yeah that certainly so. seems yeah. to be the hope. Aaron Greenberg and those marketing maniacs over at Microsoft. You like that alliteration? Yeah, it was good. It was good, right? Uh, my they, favorite Harry Potter book. They know what's <laughs> Aaron Greenberg and the Microsoft the mani- marketing Microsoft, Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my goodness. So uh, pick up your PUBG bundle on February 20th if you are interested in that. Uh, next up, Dying Light celebrating its third birthday mm-hmm. this month with some discounts and announcements. The game's producer, Timon Smectala says, quote, Dying Light's longevity is a result of the studio's hard work combined with the efforts of our community who have shown unparalleled love for the game and spent countless hours in Haran. We are nothing but thankful for this exceptional commitment and players' eagerness to provide us with constructive feedback that has helped helped us make a better game. I really liked that game. Happy birthday. Yeah, it came out of nowhere, really. barely remember any of it, but I really liked it. What what do you I mean for people that maybe have only jumped into this generation more recently than three years ago? What so what is it about it? The trailer and there's a man in there. Um, <laughs> parkour. 
I remember the guy in here because he gets sick at one point, I think. Uh, it's it's a zombie Spoiler. game where like you're all holed up in this uh, hospital. And it, it, like any other game, you're getting different people are giving you different objectives. But um, as you're doing that, the <coughs> zombies get hotter at night. It's parkour. So a lot of what you do is escaping them. But there's also these like drops that come from the sky that uh, are just like loot boxes that you have to run to every now and then. You have then. to vie for them with enemy AI. Right? right, and you can like ignore them if you want to, but it's always a decision-making process. And um, I thought all the characters were really interesting, and also the the plot is fairly interesting from the get-go. Yeah. Uh, but it's also just like the, the ending level is really hard and just a lot of fun. It's, uh, it's kind of, I think, it's, is it fair to say, I mean, this is how I characterized it when it was coming out. It's kind of mirror's edge meets left for dead a little bit yeah yeah with some dead island <clears throat> thrown in there if dead island was better yeah it it, <laughs> it feels very similar to dead island i think the, I think the so <clears throat> excuse me the feeling of movement is much better in dying light Absolutely. And, and that's what i that's i kind of this is sort of akin for me to like sunset overdrive where don't particularly care about what's going on but that game is so fun to just play you know just to sit down and, and the feels I couldn't of it. tell you the story of sunset overdrive now everyone yeah. gets infected by energy drinks it's, right yeah i yes. don't remember the rest of it uh then you, you spent the whole game I remember yeah. the cheerleaders trying to defeat the the, the guys who are lopping i remember them you have to kill yeah. a bunch of right the larpers oh yeah i, I hung out with them yeah, they were cool, too. actually. Yeah. I, I, played, I played the first probably three or four hours of Dying Light mm-hmm. when it came out, and I know it has evolved a lot. They've added a lot of content. And I actually <laughs> I found out, like I read the IGN review and found out that it's it's like a 30-hour game. Yeah. And I actually bounced. Is yeah. it I was really? Like, That's, yeah. I don't remember putting it's, 30 it's hours. It's an enormous in. game. I didn't finish it Which either. I know is music to a lot of people's ears, but I was kind of like, I don't want to do this for 30 hours. Okay, I totally finished it. I do not remember it feeling anywhere near that long. But maybe I missed a bunch of side content? Maybe. Like, I would have thought that I finished it in 15. But it is a, it is a meaty game. Big difference. Yeah. Huh. Uh, you will not... You will, you will get your money's worth out of it. And yeah, I, I did like it. I guess I just didn't quite... It didn't quite hook me enough to keep going for... Want to keep going for really that long. I did not realize it was that long. But, uh, but yeah, so the one thing out of this is, you know, they were, they're teasing, hey, we're going to have some discounts to celebrate and some announcements. And I've got to wonder, like, it's uh, Techland that yeah. it, there's got to be a sequel getting announced soon, right, with how successful this game has I been? I so, yeah. I imagine. I, I mean, it's the most successful thing they've done. I believe I, so. I, I think that's what to say. It's weirdly yeah. kind of been a while since we've had a zombie game. Also weird, yeah, State right? State of K2, like, I guess. Is that's what I'm saying. Well, State of K2 is coming up. Coming. Also, Dead Island 2, well, whatever is happening that's with that. All right, great game. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I mean, like we were talking about earlier with trends, you know, as far as game modes or game types, mm-hmm. there's definitely trends in content, too. And I feel like we're finally past the zombie one. I don't know. Hey, zombies Dead always Rising exist. Four, oh, yeah, they right. always just come Semi-recent. Up. It's funny. Yeah. Don't we have two more zombie stories? Probably. Oh, oh wow! I, was, I, was I guess like, yeah. The next like, one. Hacking off the zombie heads. Oh, in a row! I didn't even. You know, I didn't even <laughs> plan it that way. <laughs> that was me giving you a segue. I was like, "Yeah, we haven't had that many zombie <laughs> games," and I was hoping you'd be like, "Well, I'm on <laughs> well, I'm not that smart. I'm not that good of a host. I didn't read my own script. <laughs> yeah. Well, I did yesterday, but that was yesterday. <laughs> I can't be expected to remember yesterday. Well, wow, Ryan, it's like you're a zombie. Zombies have memory, Brandon. That doesn't make sense. <laughs> it totally like, makes sense. If. Can't sure? be worse. Yeah, they- we got to get a segue. We're going to work Brandon into the flow of the show. <laughs> yeah. fine. Give him time. Be patient. Yeah. First one. It's rough. <laughs> We're smoothing out the edges. Uh, Daisy is finally on its way to Xbox One via game preview. The developer at replying to a, an inquiry on that topic on Twitter saying, quote, yes, coming to Xbox game preview at some point this year. We're not sure about PS4 yet, but we'll release there too. Eventually, just don't know when. Yeah. Uh, so, I, I mean, I, I don't mean to hate here at all, but. 
is it is it too little too late for this game as far as a, an Xbox One release goes? Look, one, the the hype is obviously dead. Less people care about it. But two, Daisy is a very fun game that I think will do very well on game preview, yeah. and it doesn't necessarily compete with PUBG because the format is different. Right. right. Um, and what's good about Daisy is still good. Like I I think it's weird for them to do this so late, but I think there's probably a lot of people who heard about it on Steam. What was it? Five years ago? Yeah, a while ago. People who had heard about it but never played it who will now <laughs> yeah, enjoy the hell out of it and it could like bring it back up. I, th- I think this is a good call, honestly. I totally agree. Like, I think uh, people who were excited about PUBG is just like, oh yeah, my friends were playing this on PC way before me and now I can get on an Xbox yeah. and also now DayZ is coming out. My friends loved it before and now maybe mm-hmm. we can all play again. Cause I mean, that Xbox. could be their exact logic. Is like, yeah. well, the PUBG pr- crowd is probably going to like DayZ and you mm-hmm. can play both because they are different enough. Yeah. yeah, I mean, essentially, now that PUBG has created a market for this kind of game on the Xbox or on the console, uh, it's super smart to bring it like bring it right over because there is that element of new. Like, even if you love PUBG, like eventually you want to try something else, right? And it's it's in the same vein. So I think it's really a uh, really intelligent. Yeah, this this frame rate even in this gameplay. I know. <laughs> this, uh, like, oh boy. man. Yeah, this PC. This first hit Steam early access five What's years five? ago. During the big survival, like Rust. Yeah, I remember it. And, yeah, yeah, I remember we played Rust instead. We did. We chose yeah. it. Last, the last big trend that, that preceded Battle Royale was the survival game uh, thing. No, it was that, then Hero Shooters. Oh, right. Yeah. Sorry, <laughs> I left out Hero Shooters. Uh, and then MOBA was in there somewhere, or Battle Arena games. It was before. It would have been before, yeah. Yeah. But, um... <sighs> No, I think I think this this makes sense to me. Did you have a different thought process, right? No, I was just curious to hear everybody else's thoughts on it. I mean, it's because you know, the, while you're right that I completely agree that people that like PUBG will probably like this, the challenge is still Getting can you get PUBG. exactly <laughs> can you get them to stop playing PUBG long enough to put money into something else. That's a good point too. You know, it's it's that's it's like that easier barrier. said than it's done. A challenge. I, I am excited about getting to play Daisy again. Like even if that sounds silly, it's like, well, I assume people will be on the servers on Xbox now. Friends mm-hmm. who I couldn't play with on PC will be able to play it now, and mm-hmm. you'll have that that trouble of finding each other on the map where all the street signs are in Russian <laughs> all over again. <laughs> it's funny. This is all from Arma Three. What a game! Yeah, what a game. Figure. What a bad game that I did not enjoy at all. That made so many good games that I like. <laughs> What's the last one that did that? Half Life. Team Fortress That wasn't two. a bad game. No, no, no. I, I mean, what's the last game that actually affected like an entire... It's an interesting as a, question. As a platform, right? Oh, gosh. Yeah, we mean I mean, I feel like, like Portal and Team Fortress. Team Fortress, mm-hmm. Portal, yeah. Counter-Strike. Counter-Strike, yeah. absolutely. Yeah. yeah. Mm. Interesting mm. thought. Uh, uh, it depends how much it is, does it say? It, we don't, I don't think it's been stated yet. I mean, this was just... Literally, this was right off of Twitter. There's them saying, it's yeah, cheap. it's, it's going gonna, it's gonna to be happening. It's so. cheap. I think it'll do well. Yeah. So look Great. for that later this year. Uh, elsewhere in zombie news, mm-hmm. some uh, unfortunate news at Dead Rising developer Capcom Vancouver. They have been hit with some layoffs. A Capcom representative provided the following statement to IGN. They said, quote, Capcom Vancouver has undergone a restructure which has impacted approximately 30% of the studio as part of its regular periodic assessment of upcoming projects and overall studio goals. The team is continuing to work hard to support the recent release of Puzzle Fighter for mobile and is dedicated to its flagship Dead Rising series, end quote. Now, according to a source that spoke to Kotaku, Capcom Vancouver's unannounced project has been canceled and Capcom has cut the scope on the next Dead Rising game. 
uh, the unannounced game, according to Kotaku, had not been greenlit. It was a very early prototype, but it would have been a third-person action-adventure taking place in an alternate reality version of New York. That's a bummer. That sounds cool. Yeah, it could have been. So let's talk about Dead Rising and what the future holds for that series. Dead Rising just came out on PS4. Yeah, the it was it, they clearly had a <laughs> yeah. one year exclusivity because on like a year and a day later it was out on PS4 and bundled with the DLC and right. all that, right. and was which was to be expected. Frank's big package or whatever. Yeah, it was. It was yeah, yeah, nice. Anyway, nice. Dead Rising. <laughs> uh, I really like the game. I know it, it was so a lot of the longtime fans. Um, some of them felt like it had strayed too far away from the you know the seventy two hour main mode, and, right. um, but as far as like just accessibility, playability, the way it feels again, harkening back to that, uh, I really liked it. I reviewed it. I gave it a great score. Um, I'm eight bum- point great. You eight, gave it eight point something one maybe. Um, I'm really bummed. It's an eight point bad. Yeah, <laughs> a great point bad. <laughs> a great point bad. Uh, I'm really bummed to hear that they are reducing the scope of the next one because I feel like what this game did really well was like kind of open it up. So. But but is that so? That's you know I saw some. Uh, I was watching the community chatter on this, mm-hmm. and they I thought they actually the community brought up some interesting points here, and and I want to pose them to you because. Is reducing the scope necessarily a bad thing? Now, if we're talking about budget, that's mm-hmm. one thing. Sure, but if it's the if, if, it, if it's the scope, I mean, if it's but if it's budget tied to design scope, like okay, well, maybe we. And, I, and again, I'm speculating. Sure. I have no idea what the details of this are, but if it's like, all right, well, we're, we only have, let's say, half or two thirds of the budget that we were going to have before Capcom, you know, right. cut, cut us back. Let's rethink what we can do with the budget we have. Like the strength of Dead Rising One was in part the fact that it was just all in the mall. It was a very love that dense yeah, experience. That so Whereas three really sprawled out, it blew it up, and yeah. four, you know, kind of went more open worldy. So is a cha- is a reduction in scope necessarily a bad? Thing? If they're going I back mean, to what it was like in one, I would way prefer that. I I love that game so much, and I don't like any of the others yeah. even close to it. I I totally agree. Like having that focus is sometimes an advantage. I mean, we have so many open world games now. Like in yeah. having something that's a little bit more direct and. I mean, contained, not necessarily that you can't have space to explore, right. but just having that, like I said, just focus could benefit it really well. Yeah, I disagree. Like, I, I don't think that what Dead Rising is right now, very rarely do you see developers like pair back design, right? Like if you're paring sure. it down and focusing on a super tight, really, really polished experience, that's cool. I don't think Dead Rising is going that way anymore. I mean, you saw it in three and then you saw the natural evolution in that in four. It, Dead Rising is now the game about duct taping a truck to a golf cart with blades everywhere and making crazy combo weapons like that is the sort of madcap slapstick action that that the series is now but that doesn't mean that's what it should be or should continue to be especially given i mean let's be honest i mean we didn't hear anybody trumpeting any big sales numbers for dead rising four so severely underperformed i mean that's i think they were aiming for two million and they they didn't get anywhere near so you have to then you've got to change gears something yeah yeah um, what my biggest concern is what I think is happening is that the budget is being pared down, but they're not going to reevaluate. It's just how can we get, you know, the same experience on a smaller scale? And I don't think that works. I don't think that in this game that it's most. Why do you know that? <clears throat> what, do, <laughs> you what do you mean? You well, can't know that. Well, I mean, the series is getting bigger and more explosive and wackier. And like the series stands on the fact that there's so many cool, crazy things that you can do. And paring that down, I feel like, is sort of the antithesis of the the idea of that game, you know? Like, that idea of the go anywhere. It would be a anywhere. change of pace, but 
I like, and this is me totally speaking from personal preference and that I would be happy for, mm-hmm. for the change of pace to go back to what one was like. Cause I liked, you know, the feeling of inventory management, like having to, yeah. even then it was yeah. wacky, like having to collect like orange juice bottles before yeah, I exactly. to and having <laughs> I to have a... books so that my dumb blades that I stole from a crazy <laughs> clown break would laugh, yeah. last longer. Right. Like, I, I really liked that stuff. Um, including <clears> the, the way that the timer worked, like I guess two and, and three had that too, but I feel like it was more of a survival game and less of an like Absolutely. an arcadey yeah. thing, and I, I would prefer that. But that is really just me, and I'm sure some people who who liked the first one also, yeah, um, that would get me back in. Whereas I didn't actually like four very much. Yeah, I really enjoyed the 72 hour modes in the in the first two games. Didn't spend a whole lot of time with three, but um, I really enjoyed four. I am so happy to be wrong about this. Like if they if they take the comments and the criticism from that very vocal section of their fan base about the fact that this isn't a dead rising game anymore uh, and, you know, use that to inform dead rising five or whatever it's going to be called. Totally fine with it. Yeah, Super um, happy. Either way. Like I just hope that studio is all right. Like, yeah. Figure stuff out. I mean, like it's really sucks <clears throat> to have layoffs like that. Yeah. Is it fair to speculate that the, the, Dead Rising Five is the is the make or break game for that series. Like if it if it if it doesn't bounce back, yeah, sales wise, it's it's over. Yeah, I think it's fair. Yeah, it's yeah. it's been a series. It's, it's been going for a while now. This long, yeah. Yeah, yeah, it's been going for. I mean, what, was it was two thousand six. It was one of the first uh, Xbox three hundred and sixty classics. The ones that was released with the. Silva. Yeah. Oh yeah. Well, yeah. It came out in that first year of <clears throat> of the Xbox 360, which yeah. So it came out in yeah. It's, uh, like, it's the August game. of 06, as I recall. It's the game that made me buy a 360. There you go. Hmm. Wow. Yeah, it was also one of the first games to uh, really burn people that didn't have an HD TV. Oh yeah. The, the text it was designed for HD TV. It was impossible. The text fly. was super tiny. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You were playing on a standard def set, but <laughs> yeah, it's a 12 year old series at this point. It's crazy. I can't. <laughs> Where does time go? Yeah. <laughs> All right. Uh, I want to skip ahead. We're starting to run out of time a little bit. Just a couple things. So there is a new <clears throat> not Need for Speed game that may be on the way at Criterion. Ooh. PC Games News reports a job listing on the Criterion website that calls for a lead combat designer who is passionate about, quote, all types of combat in games, but <laughs> in particularly, <laughs> yeah, his, you know, no pacifists. All, ty- all types. We want of all the combat, uh, but in, in particularly melee combat. <clears throat> the job listing also drops uh, the terms action and action adventure games and physics and physicality in games mm. as hints to the new title. Mm. Uh, so, what could a, a developer Criterion known for car games? <laughs> Fable Five. <laughs> yeah. It's obviously Playground working on full. Right. Yeah. yeah. They're also working on a new IP. So. Yeah, when I first read this, because that's like when I first read this, I was like, "Wait a second, EA still, I think, still owns Road Rash." They do, and there was mm-hmm. that rumored re, uh, reboot of Road Rash that never went anywhere from some years ago, and now that uh, Need for Speed has basically been been transitioned off of Criterion to Ghost, yeah, mm-hmm. uh, which is made up of some ex Criterion folks. It's like that means Criterion's freed up, and what if? What if they would? What if this is it? What if this is Road Rash? That's melee. That's as melee yeah. combat as it gets. Action adventure. What if it's Dead Space? <laughs> it's not. But oh, <laughs> not. Oh, it does say brand new IP. Though. Yeah, and that's yeah. and that's it's where I was like, thing. I went back and oh, new IP. Okay, like it could no, be anything. Well, I mean, new IPs yeah. are good. Yeah, don't yes. get me wrong. I, we did. We did it. get Road Redemption last year. No, we didn't. Which. <laughs> <laughs> 
was not it was, it was not a good video. You guys, did you guys play Ride to Hell Retribution? Yeah, yeah, that's I did. That's also a game that came out. That is on like every list Feel of bad. the the ten worst, like oh, most boy. laughably bad. Just yeah. avoided it. it. It's like a good no, B movie. It's so bad, it's good. You know, it's well, like it's my so bad. Game is Deadly Premonition, which oh. is the epitome of that. I, you're the audience for that, then, for sure. <laughs> yes. 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 Give me more. Give so, me more B movie video games. Yeah, I stopped well, playing that after it was like too much like Twin Peaks. I was watching Twin Peaks. It's it, like it is. It's Twin Peaks the video game. <laughs> oh, I need to take a break. Yeah. Yeah. We'll see what happens. We'll see what Criterion is cooking up. Remember they they had that uh well they, they did work on the Star Wars Battlefront VR thing. Yes. They made which that. Cool. Yeah. Uh, which was a nicely uh, kind of a neat little one off. And then they, they were working on that new IP uh, which we jokingly referred to here as GoPro the game. Uh, you remember that from, it was that E3 from, gosh, it must be three, maybe even four years ago at this point where it was the one where EA showed off a bunch of in-development projects but didn't, but that were untitled and unannounced. Oh, that, yeah. that, that's where they first showed the what is now Anthem, mm-hmm. the Casey Hudson project. Yeah. And then they showed off that, that CG teaser for the Criterion game where it was it was all first person and it was like action sports. So you, there was like skydiving, there was a, like a dirt bike and all kinds of first person crazy action sports stuff. So that seemingly got canceled and yeah. I guess, yeah, now they're on to, uh, to things where you fight each other. Onward and upward. Yes. Cool. Combat of all types. Congrats to them. <laughs> no, it's always great to see new IPs, especially, especially you know, we, we've been just talking about like New pu- uh, major publishers like EA. It's great mm-hmm. to see new IPs get spun mm-hmm. up. That's always because there's such a risk, and I would love to see more of it. I mean, as a, as a, yeah. a fan of games and all that, it's easy to say, "Oh, I would love to see more new IP." Understanding that financially, that is a huge risk. Yeah, that's my thing. Where I'm the opposite. It's like, man, I'd love to see the sequel, but also, like, I'd rather see a new IP yeah. from like a studio that I love because I want to see them try something different. Yeah. Every now and then, Horizon Zero Dawn hopefully was the yeah. game that will will make a lot of wow. major publishers rethink the idea of let, allowing their new studios to work on other things besides the franchise didn't they're known they, for. Didn't they think that with The Lost of Us? Like, wasn't anyone like, "Hey, let's try and do that again"? Well, that was I mean, incredibly successful in your IP. You would think so, but I guess not. Maybe maybe Naughty Dog is like so a list that yeah, they're like it doesn't e- count exempt from that. Yeah. <laughs> it didn't. Nobody was like nobody thought that it could apply to. To yeah. anyone else, and yeah, no right. disrespect to Guerrilla Games, no disrespect, but I mean, but yeah, Guerrilla Games is now in that conversation. I think. That is very true. Mm-hmm. All right, uh, get in the Rainbow Six conversation. Oh boy, coming up uh, this wait no next weekend. Sorry, it's going to be the President's Day weekend if you're in the USA, February fifteenth to the nineteenth. You'll be able to play Rainbow Six Siege for free. So that's a it starts on a Thursday and runs through. Monday. Monday is a holiday. You may have it off from your job or school. Right. So you've got a potentially long weekend there, the President's Day holiday weekend. And uh, Ubisoft just opening up Rainbow Six Siege on all platforms. Go download it. Have a go. Have maybe fun. Maybe a response to uh, the PR disaster of last week? Yeah, probably. Yeah. Totally. So yeah. They, they increased Sorry the price that. of the game and <laughs> then everyone hated it and they took it back. Um, <laughs> they took it back. Yeah, it's 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 weird. There's a lot. Like, I love Siege. I think Siege is it's a so very good. very good game, but yeah. it's also so hard for new players to get into. And increasing yeah. the price made it worse because 
the cost of operators is still so high, even year one operators. So it takes a really long time for you to unlock Headshot. everyone. It's not pay to win though, because you have access to like even the base operators are still really good. Yeah, and you can I mean they're competitive. But, yeah, yeah. But that's still the thing is like not having that experience that everyone else has, and like knowing all the buildings, and knowing all the secret holes to shoot someone through, as we just saw. Yeah. So I mean, yeah. this it's, is Tom March, by the way. Thing. Yeah, we're watching footage of uh, our recent yeah, this Tom's re-review. All the hot shots standing on the shoulders of giants that be me from reviewing <laughs> the original reviewing the game originally it's yeah it's changed so much that there's been so much content added to it god this this game is fun to watch isn't it mm-hmm. as, as well as play i remember the first time i played it was at a convention and we were doing a competition on a stage and it was like it was 4v4 and then yep. ended up 1v1 at the very end oh, no. and like it was like there was like a minute left like it was insane and it has moments like that so often that yeah. it's just like very intense yeah it's an, it's an awesome spectator sport no, it's okay very sad and it really leans into what I think Ubisoft is doing really well these days, which is take a game, release it. If it doesn't really work out the way you want it to, just start over. Like Rainbow Six Siege is a completely different game than it was. And not completely, but it's a very, very much more evolved version of what it was. At more launch. like a 1.5. Yeah. yeah. Games as right? And yeah. you're seeing that with For Honor, and you see that sort of with The Division. So True. They're, they're, they're really good with post-launch support, and uh, it's, it's a trend that I'm, I hope continues with them. I'm on hashtag Team Sledge. That's, he, Sledge is my guy. Yeah. Just Remember the last time we talked about down. this? I'm, I'm very bad at remembering their names, but I can tell you what they look like. But I, I yeah. liked Valkyrie, which the guy with the gun. Save Valkyrie. I, I never got to play this, so I actually really want to try it over the weekend. Very yeah. That's so really nice. Give it a go. So next weekend, the President's Day weekend, just download it, give it a look, and uh, Ubisoft obviously hoping that you'll be hooked enough that you'll want to just buy the game and, and keep right on playing. But but it's still it's great to see. I mean, it's, go go play it. Why not? Whole game unlocked right there for you. <laughs> All right, Alana Pierce. Hey, what's up? Marketplace report. What can we spend our money on this week? We have, ooh, I would say Maronas. Mm, let me see that. You would pronounce that as Maronas, I imagine. Yeah, Maroners. Uh, February 6th, Xbox One X Enhanced. It is uh, a co-op game by the sounds of things. All right. Um, Dandara, February 6th, is a gravity-bending Metroidvania. Wow. I, I have played a little bit of that on the Switch, and I actually like it a lot. It it's, sounds You cool. sort of, you point where you want to go, and then you, like, zoom there, and it's... Uh, looks looks kind of neat. Yeah. yeah. It's, um, it's pretty fun. Mercenary Kings Reloaded Edition, also February 6th. It's not a game of February 6th. Um, Little Triangle is on Xbox playing anywhere. It's February 7th. Cute triangle skins to choose from and, and tons of bosses to battle. Nice. Is there, there's got to be a Dorito skin for that, right? Probably. <laughs> uh, Pinstripe, February 7th. You ventured through six levels of hell as Teddy. An estranged former minister searching through the afterlife for his daughter and her kidnapper. Oh, no, Would Teddy. Not have, if, <laughs> if, right? if we played a game so strange. where you said... Match if you if we'd done this like in the newspaper where it's you know you got the names yeah, match of the, the game description yeah, yeah. And it would never have p- That's paired so those fun uh, um, <laughs> die d y e is uh, February seventh that's a challenging platformer bleed two <laughs> every ninth fitting uh, that it comes after die yeah. <laughs> that is a fast paced action game uh, star point Gemini warlords is February ninth it combines a mix of four time strategy RPG elements and starship combat. Get that four uh, X. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, I said four mm-hmm. times four X. Okay, I right would say that. Uh, over, overdriven, reloaded, special edition, February 9th. Big bosses, lots of bullets, etc. Vertical shooting elements. There you go. And Quantic Pinball on February 9th. Oh, a unique blend of pinball with arcade gameplay featuring realistic ball physics. Wow. So I spend, then, 
on uh, Marketplace. February Games of Gold, we have Shadow Warrior, February 128, Xbox One. Surprisingly good game. Mm-hmm. Assassin's good. Creed Chronicles India, February 16 to March 15 on Xbox One. Less good game. <laughs> Split Second, February 1 to 15, Xbox One, Xbox 360. Uh, pretty good game. Back to a good, yeah, game. good game, yes. Mm-hmm. And Crazy Taxi, February 16 to 28, Xbox One and Xbox 360. Also a good game. Yeah, 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 game yeah, yeah. I don't think that's in Correct. this version. That's I, why yeah, I say I, it's less good. Yeah, I think we talked about it last <laughs> week. It's very good. Has there ever been a, a licensed song more directly attached <laughs> yeah, yeah, to yeah, uh, yeah. a video game? Segway! Yes, yeah, so yeah, nailed it! Oh! Wow. Well, we ruined the segue by yelling segue and I not know, telling you what fine. it's a segue to. That's all right, it doesn't matter. <laughs> doesn't matter. We they're appreciate gonna, it. They're going to hang with us anyway. That's really good, though. Because they're good people out there in mm. unlocked land. <laughs> uh, the Unlocked Block Trivia Challenge. Talked about at the top. We've got a trophy in the works. We got to play all year. We got a whole year of trivia questions to go first. So uh, let me pull up the scoring here. Yeah, we of one- course have a couple of new faces on the panel. Uh, Miranda with a point, yeah. and Alana with three points. Ooh. Brandon, you've you've got a bit of a hole to dig yourself it's out. Fine, of, I'm you, confident. You've you're got gonna, an entire year. You'll pass me so fast. It's fine. <laughs> I'm gonna actually, lose this. I don't. If this question is an months. indicator, I don't know if I will. <laughs> well, a lot of them. <laughs> so you have a note here that says, "Please know my Xbox on." We have a lot of questions that aren't actually about Xbox sometimes. (laughs) That's all any, like, as soon as I do one or two of those, then all anybody was sending in were like, what Xbox game was on this show? Like, like, okay, let's, let's, uh, let's change it up a little bit. Yeah. So uh, we're going to go to Josh Bunyan, who writes in and asks, which original Xbox game, so OG Xbox Mm -hmm. here, features an instrumental version of Blow Me Away, which is a Breaking Benjamin song. Ooh. Do you guys know the answer to I this? I feel like I know this I answer, do. and I'm very conflicted because okay. I don't so, remember. Uh, I want to go – so the, your choices are Time Splitters 2, beloved first-person shooter. Mm-hmm. We have Mercenaries Playground of Destruction, also an excellent game. Uh, arguably the one of, if not the first – Open world. Gr- good Grand Theft Auto clone. Yeah. Uh, then we have Dark Watch, which is a bit more of an ex- obscure action game. And then Halo 2. So I will go go to Miranda first. So the things here, you numbered them instead of put an A, B, C, or D. Oh, he did that. Gosh darn it, Josh. <laughs> How could you? I'm too lazy to do <laughs> Why bother? Um, He's got some formatting. I don't need to change it. <laughs> I know. Well, I feel like if I get this wrong, I'm going to be real dumb. But I thought it was Halo because I thought Halo did something with Breaking Benjamin. Okay, you're going to go with Halo? You're, you're, you've yeah. got, you don't look confident. But no, you're. I'm not confident at all. <laughs> but I'm just going to go with Old School Halo 2. Going with Halo? I feel like you know the answer, so I want to go first because. <laughs> I know, I'm making she it. Does. Yeah. Um, I think it's. Uh, so I know I've heard a Breaking Benjamin song. It was never in my orbit when I when they were popular, <laughs> but I played the hell out of Mercenaries, so I feel like that might have been my gateway into Breaking Benjamin. I'm going to go to final answer. All right, now you own all their. You celebrate their entire catalog now. I'm just a super fan. <laughs> Breaking Benjamin. <laughs> <laughs> Alana? Well, my story is specific because I actually did discover Breaking Benjamin from Halo 2. Oh, and that's how I yes. decided to like them all. Fire your like? ghost, it's time to go. Because I was like, yes, I <laughs> will away. I was like, I will unless I am. Yeah, when yeah. you encounter... Yeah, so, too, I was like, what, isn't that what, how I knew that? I actually, that Halo? I, so it's about two-thirds of the way through the game. You come to a big encounter with a couple of hunters. Mm-hmm. And the, it's the the... Song it's, uh, spins up, but without the lyrics. It's yeah. that yes. one level that you can get through without shooting anyone. It's like a series of long pillars, and then there's one room that's two hunters, but you don't have to kill anyone that whole level. Um, I don't remember what it's called. But uh, it's pretty- yeah, that's so. Yeah, it's it's the 
lyric version is on yeah, the yeah. soundtrack, the yeah. album, which, by the way, one of the best Halo, uh, mo- video game soundtracks. Halo? No. Movie? No. Try that third time. <laughs> yeah, there you go. Video game soundtrack Nailed it. ever made. Uh, Marty O'Donnell along with uh, Michael Salvatore. And they got, I mean, Steve Vai played on that. Uh, of course, Breaking Benjamin's on there. Incubus is on there. Really? Jeez. Yeah. Yep. yep. And I think very that was one of like the ones where, is it, the, is it Halo 1 or Halo 2 where if you press the, the back button on the Master Chief Collection, the songs are different because of licensing? Oh. Was that a rumor before it happened? It might have been that they were like, some of the, they couldn't get the licenses again. Well, so they had to, I didn't hear I know with, that. The music does change. With Master Chief Collection, Halo 2 specifically, uh, since it's Halo 2 anniversary, mm-hmm. they like redid the score. Right. That's probably just what like I'm the, thinking of then. It's a, when you yeah. press the back button, the music is noticeably different. And yeah. It's weird. I oh, was, because, oh, yeah, because you're switching back and forth. With, right. Yeah, and that's what it is. Yeah. yeah they, but I use the back button all the time because when you play on the original version, everything's lighter. So in anything that's dark, it's like the shadows just aren't as good. So if you're like, oh, I can't see very well, you just hit the back button and everything <laughs> yeah. lights oh, yeah. up. Yeah. So I was using it all the yeah. time throughout every level. So uh, Josh Bunyan, great stuff. Love that. So let's see. We had uh, Miranda. I'm so relieved. <laughs> yeah. I was really nervous. Like, if I get this wrong, Alana. I'm going to be like the worst Halo fan. Well, my, <laughs> so. my, my thing is that in my head, I remember it being like having the lyrics. So yeah, I'm like, I remember being what really if this su- is like you're throwing me off and saying it's instrumental and then right. it's a different game? No, because I remember hearing it while I was playing being really surprised because mm-hmm. I, I knew with some promotional stuff because of Breaking Benjamin and... Mm-hmm. <sighs> <laughs> yeah. I'm so bad at trivia. Yeah. In hindsight, I should have gone with Halo 2 just because of the marketing push of that game. I yeah. mean, yeah. on cups, like there, I saw a trailer for oh, Halo. 7-Eleven, yeah. Yeah, 7-Eleven. I saw a trailer for Halo 2 at a movie theater. Oh, mm-hmm. that's cool. Yeah, with the VO from Profit being like, I'll turn your whole world to glass. And I was like, yeah. I want to go play Halo. great. I want to play Halo so I want to play Halo all the time. Me too. I miss, uh, I miss sometimes uh, I think There'll be no show time. next week because we'll be playing Halo and Grand Theft Auto. Sorry, guys. <laughs> <laughs> we're just gonna that's how we're gonna spend this hour and a half alright so yeah great stuff Josh Bunyan if you would like to participate try and stump the panel here or maybe just you know help Brandon get in the game a little bit you know bit. what I don't need your pity <laughs> well it's too late I actually kind of do it's too late um, <laughs> send your Xbox trivia question to unlocked at IGN.com please include four multiple choice answers and note the correct one in your email it's time to roll so uh, let's check in with everybody, see where if, uh, the Unlocked <clears throat> crew, the Unlocked fans want to follow you guys. Where can they do so? What are you up to, Miranda? Uh, you can follow me online at Havoc Gross, and that's Havoc with a K, pretty much everywhere. Um, I just got done finishing the Call of Duty DLC, which is unfortunately not on Xbox yet. I think it's about a 30 month days, away. right? Yeah. yeah, which is annoying because all my save stuff is on Xbox. And then I was like, <laughs> well, starting fresh. Uh, so yeah, I just reviewed that. And that's kind of the big thing for me for right now. Sounds but, good. Yep. Alana? Uh, you can find me online at Charalanazad. It's my name in the middle of Charizard. Uh, this morning I published two things, a Faye preview. That, that'll be a more cohesive version of the rambling I did today. <laughs> it's a hard game to talk about, man. That, that preview took me a long time to write. Um, and also a cosplay feature of a really cool Black Panther cosplay because I'm super Sweet. stoked about that. But Marty and I are also starting a podcast, and the trailer is going to go up in literally 10 minutes. So uh, by the time you're watching this, that will be live. Love it. about it. Excited to hear about that. I don't even know anything about it. It's ridiculous. It's not related to IGN, so it's like me, like it's my version of the Tesla, but it's not at all to do with Tesla. Yeah, (laughs) that's good. It's fun. (laughs) Find your find your thing. Yeah, we have episodes planned until May, so yeah, I'm very excited. Be fun, Brandon. 
Uh, I am knee deep right now in IGN First, which will be debuting soon. Uh, Friday. We'll just say it's fine. It'll be Friday. Friday. Uh, barring some catastrophe, you know. No, which no catastrophes. Happen. It'll be Friday. <laughs> uh, I'm really excited about it. I hope you guys like it. I've been just going through hours and hours and hours of footage until my eyes bleed. Yeah. Uh, but we're getting close, and it's it's going to be cool. Excellent. Uh, you can find me on Twitter at Brandon Tyrell. Just my name. Sounds good. <laughs> and I'm at DMC underscore Ryan. Uh, Unfiltered is uh, the Genova Chen episode Mm -hmm. is posted. Boy, was he fascinating to talk to. What a just quite a perspective on not just the games industry, but but life in general. I I really, really enjoyed getting to know him a little bit. And then uh, next episode is filmed. That'll be up, I think, in two weeks. Exciting stuff. Yeah, let's have fun doing it. And then, yeah, check out Alana's Faye. Uh. Preview, yeah. <laughs> FE, just IGN yeah. FE preview. Yeah. Google that, uh, and I don't know what else. Play a lot of games right now. Just play Brandon, some Monster we, Hunter. We need to play Monster Hunter. Yeah. Oh man, Lucy is also playing. I'm loving. Are Monster you on Hunter. Xbox as well? Oh yes. <gasps> Let's play. So, have a crew. Yay. Oh my god, I, I started it on Saturday because my girlfriend was out of town. I'm like, what am I going to do for 12 hours? Turns out I'm going to play Monster Hunter World <laughs> for 12 hours. And now that I'm done with you, I'm back on Monster Hunter. So let's do it. Yeah. Excellent. Yeah. Totally down. Excellent. We just hunting monsters. Do you su- want to? Do you want to join? Right. Successful. Do you want to hunt monsters? I the unlocked. Do, I actually would love to check it out, but I can't. I can't keep up with you guys time wise. Oh yeah. No, it's, it's just, rare. It's not going to happen. That's the thing. I haven't played since this weekend, so I'm like itching <laughs> to get back to it. Yeah. So yeah, I'm pretty far uh, behind everyone as well. So yeah. me too. Insect right. blade. We'll, yeah. <laughs> we'll all play Sea of Thieves together. Yeah. 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 That'll get be my fun. mic working before then, please. Yeah, oh, I should probably have a microphone that. in the office here somewhere, right? Like, I think. Yeah. I think maybe I have we could two. expense one for maybe. you. Yeah, you, yeah. Have, well, you have two. I think so. <laughs> I don't remember if they both work though. They're shoved in a. Car <laughs> I don't know why mine. It sucks. It sucks, man. Yeah, Monster Hunter won't be fun without it either. So let me get on that. All right, we're gonna take care of Alana's microphone situation, <laughs> and we'll see you back here for another episode of Unlocked next week.